ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo.
ladies and gentlemen, we are steadily coming to the end of today's special service, but we will receive a short address from chairman of the Makane denomination. Hallelujah. What a blessing. I tell you, it's a blessing to be led. It's a blessing to be led. Many seek it. But before we receive an address from the chairman, I want to welcome a special minstrel in the house to minister to us, to set your hearts at ease before we receive from our chairman. So ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and let's welcome our sister Enam to minister to us. Let's receive the chairman of the Makane denomination, Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, as he brings us an address. You may please be seated. And I want to take this opportunity 
I may not get it again to welcome all the family and friends of the ordinance who have joined us. You are welcome to the Makane Cathedral and uh, you are also welcome to fellowship with us every Sunday at 10 o'clock sharp. Uh, today has been an unusually long service because obviously actually a lot of what we do in church normally were not done today but it's been a privilege for us to have these new generals who are joining the 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 church who are joining the army of god and it's my prayer that a young boy sitting here even you were dozing during the ceremony will one day rise to be a major general in the army of god why because the presence and the atmosphere alone has power to touch your life and uh, I'm, I'm i just want to read from titus chapter one i don't intend to preach a sermon i'm just reading scripture to the ordinance and to all those who are here with them i believe that they need to advance with a word and verse four of titus chapter one is the message i am leaving with you as we prepare to end this ceremony it says verse four titus chapter one verse four says to titus my own son after the common faith grace mercy and peace from god the father and the lord jesus christ of our lord Today, I want to say to all those who have have been appointed, all those who have been ordained, to remain sons and daughters. Yes. We didn't start today. It's been many, many, many years. And there are times that sons become... There are times that sons change to become dangerous sons. Daughters change to become dangerous daughters. I pray that you will not become a dangerous son. I pray that you become sons after the common faith. You know, Paul said the common faith. That is, we believe the same thing. If I believe in having energy for something, you must also have energy for the same thing. It's called a son after the common faith. Verse 5, it says, For this cause, I left thee in Crete that thou shouldest set in order the things that are wanting and ordain elders in every city as I had appointed thee. So I was appointed by Bishop Dagwood Mills um, about 29 years ago. And um, It's a privilege for me to also appoint you today. And you must also, verse 5, remember Titus 1 verse 5, set in order the things that are wanting. There are many, many problems in the church. Many problems in the Pediasi Cathedral. George, I pray that you will not go there to be the same pastor who left there to come for this ceremony. But you are entering Pediasi Cathedral as a giant and as a solver of problems that Bishop Rory will feel that he is enjoying the help of somebody who has been elevated in the ministry. It's very important that you come to that place of strength. And for all of you, look around you carefully. Look in the church. Look around. Have the eyes to look around carefully. You see problems. Yes. You see that we don't have people. We need singers. We need ashes. So don't, don't, don't be in the church and say, that, oh, my work is just the singing I was doing before I was ordained. 
No, nothing in the church should be outside your concern. Yes. Even as I'm preaching now, we can't find an intelligent person to handle the lights. <laughs> or, or, or you can't see that an intelligent person has, is, is absent from the church. Yes. It's, it, I shouldn't be the only one who is incensed. Well, as for that pastor, small thing is angry. And he's just, no. If I'm, it's called the common faith. Yeah. If I believe that there's no intelligent person around, you must also believe that there's no intelligent person around. And then you as a son will go and find an intelligent person to help with the work. That is how you are and why you are ordained. So, be, 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 be very observant and look around. Even when the choir is singing, you should be interested. You know, there are pastors who say, oh, my area is New Believer School. So, when there's a prayer meeting for uh, center leaders, you, you can't find him. Because it doesn't concern him. Felix, I, I hope you are listening. You are the one I'm talking to. <laughs> like, oh, my, my area is new converts and I'm the one to establish. So, as for the central things and so on. No, no, no. Wherever there's a problem, if you are going somewhere and an electrical switch is, is broken, stop and attend to it. And don't say, oh, mine is to prophesy during the preaching. We don't need prophecy during the preaching. We need the switch because it can kill somebody's child. And then we are in court answering for the death of someone. So he said, for this reason, I left you. I'm leaving you in the, in, 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 in the regions, in the churches. Go there and solve problems. Go and solve problems. Verse 6. Even to, 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 to show the scripture with speed. We don't have someone who shows the scripture with speed. All these are problems the church is facing. Or, or, or you think I'm the only one who is noticing it? Yes. So I want all of you, all, all of you pastors who have been ordained, Lady Reverend, uh, 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 I say Lady Pastor, uh, uh, Reverend Michael, all of us, we should be, we should, don't, don't, you see, when you sit back, you see, I'll tell you how to become a Judas. How to become a Judas in ministry. It's when you sit back and something is happening and you detach yourself. That's how, how, how are Judases born. We don't know how they are born. But in the Bible, we know when Judas was born. Judas was born in Bethany. In the house where Jesus had gone to just fellowship. And as he was sitting down, apparently eating or chatting, that I'm showing you in the Bible where Judas was born. As he was sitting down, just fellowshipping and chatting and so on, a woman came with an alabaster box. You see, the bottle alone was very expensive. That's not even mentioned the precious ointment which was in it. Bible says she broke it and poured it at the feet of Jesus. That was when Judas was born. The Bible says that when Bartholomew and Philip and Matthew and the other Judas and all the, I mean, uh, Philip and co, James and co, were clapping for the woman, Judas detached himself and said that this oil, which is expensive, could have been sold and used to fund the, the, the building of the children's block. But the Bible says he was a thief. So today, I'm just informing the new, don't say, oh, my region is Amrahia. So when something is going on in Ashie, you cannot, I'm not like that. Wherever I go, any, anywhere, any church, whether it's Pentecost, whether it is Roman Catholic, once I see nonsense, I address it. Because I'm a priest of the order of Melchizedek. So I am praying that you will not be cocooned and secluded in your little area and say that 
as for me I'm the first lady of Pediasi. So when something is going wrong at Bread of Life, I don't make a comment. So I'm leaving you in your creeds. Notice things that are wrong. Don't join the pastors and the members who don't care. When something is not right about the church. It should concern you. That's how today all of us came to church in our cars. The road you drove on, you couldn't have driven on it. You couldn't have come. You, you would have parked your car at the... Uh, is it Texaco? Do you have Texaco in Ghana? Total. Total and Goyle. You couldn't have driven your car here. You couldn't have driven... You would have taken Pragya from Total and come to church here. But um, an ordinary member who drove his car on the road said, no, this is not a good road for a church to use. So I'm going to correct the road. That's how today we have got cars parked here. May you be concerned by the things that concern God. Don't say I'm an ordinary member. Don't say I'm a new convert. Don't say I was just born again. No, let us all, all of us, let's build together. And we are going to have a glorious church. There are things that must be set in order. Things must be set in order. And I pray that God will give you the eyes to see. The eyes and the mind to analyze. And the energy to correct them. In Jesus name. Verse 6. I'm ending. Verse 6. It says, if any be blameless... The husband of one wife, having faithful children, not accused of riot or unruly. Verse 7. For a bishop, who is a bishop? A bishop is not somebody who is called bishop something. A bishop is just an overseer. May you have something to oversee in the church. Without a title, have something to oversee. For a bishop must be blameless as the steward of God, not self-willed, not soon angry. No one here who has been appointed a pastor today should, should be found in town. You have removed your shirt and you are fighting somebody because he didn't give you your change. <laughs> Don't be too soon angry. The Bible says, not soon angry. It's like you are so, it's, 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 it's the old form of quick tempered. Quick tempered. Before we know, somebody's, somebody's voice is raised. Oh, who is the one shouting there? It's, it's, it's uh, LP Rodalin. She bought kebab and, and they didn't give her the change. She's angry. God forbid. I said, God forbid. Say, not soon angry. Not soon angry. Yes. Not giving to wine. No striker. That is, don't beat people. Even when you are preaching, don't hate people. shouldn't preach not giving to filthy looker don't chase money like you visit members Pastor Vaughn, you, uh, Reverend Vaughn you visit only members who can give you multi guineas to drink but those who only give you water you have noticed that it's since for the past three years, every day it's only water, it's only water but until Sylvia, she gives you malt with biscuits then you visit her every weekend, no, not for filthy looker don't do ministry for money. Don't do ministry because somebody buys you a car. But be fair to all. Love all. Because every child of God has been bought by the blood of Jesus. Amen. But a lover of hospitality, a lover of good men, sober, just, holy, temperate. Verse 9. Let's end. Now, now this is it to you. Hold fast. The faithful word of God. As hath been taught. So you must be available to be taught. Your ordination and your appointment should not mark the end of your humility to sit at the feet of God's appointed servants for your life. Because the, the word you must hold fast to is not just Bible. Where's my Bible? My, my big, it's not here. It's, it's not, it's just, you just read the Bible. No. 
you must hold it's, it's the word of God hold fast the word that is how we can have faithful pastors because as for the Bible the Bible from Genesis to Revelations there are things you can hold fast to to divide the church yes you can hold fast to a verse and destroy the church that's why the verse you hold fast to is the verse which has been taught If it's not been taught, you must be very careful. One, unless, unless it supports a teaching. Don't bring a teaching in the Bible, which is a strange teaching. So you must align yourself to the words which have been what? Taught. Taught. Sit in meetings. When I'm teaching new leaders, have the humility to sit there. And listen to what I'm telling the new leaders. Because that is what you must use to lead them. Not your own personal revelation. I'm not here with a personal revelation. I'm telling you what I have been taught. So as a pastor, as a leader, you have a resp- I'm saying, I'm showing you. See, this is also another way Judas are born. Another way. Because Judas read in the Bible, in the Torah... That a leader somewhere would come where he will be sold for 30 pieces of silver. And he believed that way that it is his mandate. All the things Jesus was teaching were not on his mind. The only verse he was holding was the prophecy that the, in sound that they shall exchange me for, for, for 30 pieces of silver. And nobody had taught that. Don't be a Judas who walks about with your own verse. We don't need your verse. We need the verse that we are teaching in the church. That's why we are not Presby Church. That's why we are not Methodist Church. Maybe you can't see me well. That's why we are not action. We are, this church is not action. This church is not Central Gospel Church. This church is not Victory Bible Church. This church is not Anglican Church. This church is the United Denominations. And we have our body of teachings. We have our teachings. We have our teachings. And they must be, you must be interested in the teachings of this church. Don't just use the Bible to divide us. Hold fast. To the word which has been taught. If your personal quiet time stands against what we believe in at this time, you see, and the Bible also, different verses are used for different seasons. The quiet time you have had is for next two years. I remember there was a meeting we were having, and I I I, I gave a suggestion. This is about eight years ago. I gave a suggestion in the meeting that I feel it was an executive meeting. I said, I, I feel that we should do this and this must be done according to Ezekiel chapter 6, verse this. And Bishop Dagwadmi said, No, no, this is not what we are doing here. Last year, that thing I said eight years ago was implemented last year. Because what has, what my revelation is not important. There's a leader with a revelation. So even what you ask, even if it's from the Bible, we don't need it now. That is why the, 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 if you, are, you allow the ordinary Christians to just run wild. But you, a pastor of this church, the word you must embrace. I wish I had the Bible. The, you see, the word you must embrace like this. Huh. The word a pastor must embrace like this. The verse. The verse you must embrace. Like when you see the verse. Then you, you turn the Bible like this. And you hold it like this. The verse you must hold as a pastor in this church. Is the verse we are teaching already in the church. If it's not a verse... If it's not a verse we are teaching, don't hold fast to it. You will destroy the church. Don't say that God created the world out of the garden of Eden. So we must have gardens here. There must be plants. There must be plants on the stage. 
to show that God is working, is creating a uh, soul. Don't bring your revelation here. If one day you'll be surprised that there'll be plants on the stage. But that will be 2027. It's not today. I pray that we in this church will be lovers of the taught word. Taught, be there. Say. I said when we are having baptism, don't say it doesn't concern you. Today, after this service, there's unity service. Bishop Dagwood Mills is going to preach. You should be interested in that service. Because if you don't listen to what he's saying, you are likely to go and pick a verse from Nahum or Lamentations 1 verse 9. We don't, Lamentations, we will use it in 2027. That's when we'll start using Lamentations. The verse you must use today is the verse Bishop Dagwood Mills is going to use today to preach in the unity service. So if you don't listen to it, you will be in the church, but you are going to be a, a, a Judas in the church. Holding fast the faithful word. As hath been taught. Highlight the phrase, as hath been taught. That he may be able by sound doctrine. Can you see it there? Both to exhort and to convince the gainsayers. You need sound, not just doctrine, sound doctrine, which lines up with the, with the spirit, the philosophy, the, 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 the teachings of the church. Sound doctrine. Verse 10. Verse 10. For there are many unruly and vain talkers. The reason why you must embrace the words we are teaching now is that there are many unruly and vain talkers and deceivers. Go to social media today. You see them there. Deceiving. Vain talkers and deceivers. Those basenta leaders and lead, whatever, um, pastors, I'm going to put a video by Bishop Oedipo on our page, our grand page. After church, watch it. Watch it. It's a 24 minute video. He's teaching on how you can have a future for your life and how social media is destroying people's lives. Even yesterday, yesterday afternoon, was it yesterday afternoon? Yesterday afternoon, a nine year old boy hanged himself in Kumasi. He had been trying. He, had, he was watching something on what, social media, how to hang yourself. Ah, yeah, Kumasi, a village, a town in Kumasi. I, I don't know, know the name. Just enjoy. You can read it. A woman saw her t- on, t- on Friday evening, Friday evening, practicing with a friend how to hang yourself. And the woman said, don't do what you are doing. Hey, small boy. I, sorry, I shouldn't be a striker. Small boy, don't do what you are doing. And the woman left. Yesterday morning, her grandmother went into the room to go and take something. And she saw this boy, her clothes were on the floor. Said, ah, why is this boy sleeping in this house? Sleeping? Why is this boy? When he looked up, up there, boy, he had learned how to hang himself on YouTube. As I'm speaking, it's a tragedy. One brother, his son, yesterday, I was in a very big meeting yesterday. Very, very big meeting. One brother, his son, he says, what a boy, what fascinates him most in life is the innocence of a man. He's 18 years old. It's a problem we are dealing with now. What did he learn it from? Deceivers on social media. Deceivers. You see them there. Now, there's, we have a couple, like you and your wife, you're a couple. Now, the latest on social media is a throuple. 
throuple. There's something like couple. Couple is in the sixties when you married your wife. Now it's throuple. That's it. You and your wife. You are you are, in a, you are married. You are happy. Married for ten years. Then as you are going on, you meet this man and you love him. So he comes to add himself. So as he's come, he's your he's it's open. So he's with you and you are with him and he is also with him and he says it's called a throuple. Wake up and let's build the church. Because there are many unruly and vain talkers. That the church is just using people to build the church. It's like now, when you sing in the, in, in the church, the church must, must sign a document and pay you. When you sing more than six months, it means the church has employed you. Stupidity. How was Methodist church built? How was Anglican built? For 14 years, I was a medical doctor and a pastor. That's where I met Von Kujo and his wife. 14 years. I was a doctor. I was a consultant in Kolebu. And I was also pastoring. It is that ministry I was doing in Mataiko Church. That gave me the life I now have. Not being a doctor. Not having money. But when, 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 when now social media is fighting people from serving God. Preventing people from serving God. You must rise up as pastors and teach them why they must serve God without money. That's why we ordain pastors. That you rise up for vain and unruly talkers and deceivers. Now today, like, like Abraham, how many years have you been playing the keyboard in the church since you were born? How many years? 15 years. Say it in the microphone. About 15 years. But what you don't know is that the church has already paid him. Had it not been for this church, he would not be the normal person he's sitting here. For a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things, in money, in diamond, in silver. There's more to life than gold. There's more to life than silver and gold. There's more to life there's more to life than money. Had it not been for the church, would he be here? Ideally, this man, if his father is in this service, his father and his mother, please sit down. His father and his mother should come to me and th- I've not seen your parents yet. I've not seen your parents yet because they may not know how they have you. You see, one day my daughter came to me and said, her pastor is having his birthday. He's celebrating his birthday. So she was trying to find a tie. I should give her a tie or something as a gift for her pastor. I said, when is the birthday? She said, tomorrow. She said, tomorrow? All right. The following day, I gave her dollars. I said, go and I said, put it in an envelope. Force it into an envelope and send it to your pastor and say that. You are honoring him with it. Say, oh daddy, why? Shut up, send it to him. Because she doesn't know. I know. It is because of that pastor that I have the daughter I have in my house. Yes. I said, send him dollars. Send him dollars. But when you don't know, when you don't know the importance of pastors, when you don't know the importance of what we are doing here. The importance of having a pastor. And you fight them. You insult them. Then God visits your house. Then your daughter now no more. Even, even, even there is a curse. That a woman's desire shall be for a man. But when God brings punishment. Your curse moves to a higher level where she doesn't desire a man she desires a woman I'm sending you Stanley there are many unruly and vain talkers understand what we are doing understand the church you are in believe in the teachings believe in loyalty believe in serving God believe in prayer Believe in sacrifice. Believe in reading your Bible so that you can stand and, and, and fight the deceptions. If you don't believe it, you will join them. As pastors in this church have joined them.
is there especially for there are many unruly and vain talkers and deceivers especially they of the circumcision that is the, the people those who are Christians it's when it says circumcision it means the Israelites those in the church are today there are reverence in color in, in color who are siding with social media against the church reverence in the church not your husband of course and pastors that's what I'm appointing you today to rise up and fight and, and don't go to town look amongst us there are devils in the church fight them in the church yes fight them that's how we have the church we have here fight them because the greatest enemy that will destroy you will not come from outside it's from the house as President Rollins he will tell you say Abwa Bekawa verse 11 let's close the service whose mouth must be stopped who subvert whole houses teaching things which they ought not look out for the pastors in the church who are teaching things that they should not teach and when you find them confront them that you are a pastor in the church how can you be saying this Verse 12, we are closing the service. We have to end. One of themselves, even a prophet of their own, said that Christians are always liars, evil beasts, and slow bellies. Verse 13, this witness is true. Wherefore, rebuke them sharply. I didn't even see this. I, I don't know. I, I should have read this because if I had read this, then in this preaching, I would have rebuked sharply. But I'm, I'm preaching gently today i don't know rebuke them sharply that they may be sound in the faith that's why i'm appointing you pastor akins i'm appointing you reverend george i'm appointing you reverend uh, 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 ben <laughs> reverend lester i'm appointing you go and say no you can't do this you can't it's wrong it's called andatima maranata It's forbidden. It's forbidden. Paul said in Corinthians, that if any man love not the Lord, if anyone love not the Lord, let him be anatima maranata. That is, let him, that person should be a forbidden and an accursed that we don't want in our, in our, it is Paul. Find that scripture and put it up. Learn the art of rebuking sharply. We need to define the church. We need to build the church. We need to lay our lives down. Let's fight. Let's quarrel. Let's shout. Let's be angry. Have emotions for the church. God will also defend your life. Don't leave the church to wolves. Don't leave the church to wolves. Don't leave. As I'm preaching... There are certain people sitting here who are insulting me already. Don't join them. If any man love not the Lord, this is not Bishop Ogo's poem. If I find you that your behavior shows that you don't love God, you are an anatema. Because Maranatha is the Savior is coming again. And because the Savior is coming again, there are some things we must call accursed. Forbidden. We don't want it in the church. Not because we were brought up well. Not because we want peace. But because Maranatha, Jesus is coming again. So certain behaviors ought to be anathema. That if you project verses and you don't read your Bible, you don't listen to scriptures, you don't know verses, let him be Anatima Maranatha. And I'm sending you. You see the energy with which I'm preaching. Don't go and you are a gentle, nice person. You are not like that bishop who is always on drugs. Preaching and shouting. But you are a gentle man. Your mother brought you up well. And you, 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 you preach quietly and you, you, you speak compassionately. Ephesians 
if any man love not the Lord, let him be anathema maranatha. The love you don't have for God has placed you in a position you don't know about. But time will tell. The movie is for three hours. We have only watched 45 minutes. If any man love not. And how do you know you love the Lord? Read your Bible. You know what it means to love God. Let me end the reading of the verse. Titus 1, 13. This witness is true. Please sit down, pastors. Rebuke them sharply. L.P. Rosemary, don't be gentle. Oh, sorry, I'm even talking to the wrong person. She's already not gentle. Yes, you, yes say it again. Even when I'm 70 years, I will never be gentle. Beautiful. Beautiful. The church of God is under siege. The church of God is under siege. We need fighters. Fighters wanted. Sharp rebukers wanted. This, this season is not a season for gentle preaching. The season for gentle preaching is in Lakewood Church. They have John Austin. John. John Austin has fought his battles already. He fought outside America. Came back. He couldn't even build a big church because of devils. Fought and fought. And the church began to grow. And he died. And his son Joel is eating oranges he has not planted. His father John Read about him. So when you see his son today, if you love the Lord, come to Jesus. He, he doesn't walk like this. He's always behind the pulpit. Jesus loves you. And when you love God, he fight your battles for you. Is that alright? And you smile. Because God loves you. No matter what you've done, your past doesn't matter. It's a future we are thinking about. Your past doesn't matter. It's a future we are thinking about. And Jesus loves you. You see, the, 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 the seasons of war, he didn't see it. He was a little boy. His father has died. We, our war time is now. Our children will, will come and preach and say, God loves you. There's a sister at the back. Jesus loves you. His love is stretching towards you. Will you love him? God is a God of comfort. Today I came with a word. A day will come. My granddaughter shall be here preaching. The Lord sent me to tell you, no matter what you are going through, his love is with you. He's a comforter of our soul. If you believe it, say amen. But today, it's a time of war. So there is a time to fight. There's a time not to fight. Ladies and gentlemen, the UD is at war. Rise up. And if any pastor does not join in this battle, let him be Anatima Maranatha. Please be seated. If you just came today, from a church, maybe you're from Presby or Central Gospel Church or Victory Church. Your, your battles are over. We are now fighting ours. So, so don't make comments, you don't understand. The Presby you are attending, do you know how it started? Swiss people came to die. They were dying like flies. When the last man is left, then they call. They were fighting for their lives. That's how we have our mother, Presby Church. So if today a Presby priest wearing his whatever is standing there, say, "A radia frail, a radia small, nami shiao, ubeye ye, misi ubeye ye." Today we are not into ubeye ye. We are fighting battles. Yes. 
Oh, you don't understand the message. Yeah. Don't be worried that the church you came from is a quiet church. It's a, it's a gentle church. But you have come to a church where the pastor is wearing a cassock, but he seems to be on drugs. It's like he has smoked something. I've smoked nothing. I've smoked the presence of God. I've smoked the anger of God. I've smoked the zeal. Jesus said, the zeal of the house of the Lord has consumed me. Don't fight me. Don't insult me. Lest something comes upon you. Don't insult me. Something can come upon your child at home. Don't insult me. Verse 14, I'm ending the service. Verse 14. Not giving heed to Jewish fables and commandments of men that turn from the truth. Yeah, have the sensitivity to that this thing, the person who has posted this on Facebook is called the bishop but it, it's, it's not good teaching this, there's something funny about what he's saying, knowing that there's something funny about what he's saying verse 15 I think is the final verse unto the pure, all things are pure no it's not the final verse but unto them that are defiled and unbelieving it's nothing pure that's why we don't bother to explain ourselves because if the person is not pure, no explanation will be taken Verse 16. They profess that they know God. You see, it's the Bible. You may think it's a poem I wrote. It's the Bible. They pro- you, you go to Facebook and see people writing things about Bishop Dagwood Mills, writing things about the church. I'm sure the next one is about me. Professing things they don't know. But in works, you see them that they deny him. And some are reverence in this church. Some are pastors in this church. They deny him. Being abominable and disobedient. And unto every good work, reprobates. Nothing good in them. Verse 17 and let's end. 17. I think that's the end there. Eh? This is the last one. Yes, that is it. They profess that they know God. Watch out for people who profess to be members of this church. But when you look at their works, when you are in the service and you listen to their snide comments, snide comments, caustic and sarcastic remarks. No, no, this person, this person is professing Yes. This person is not the correct person. This sister, the comment she made. You know, one day, sit down, please. Many, many, many years ago, about 35 years ago, a sister took Bishop Dagwood Mills. He was a young boy. Young boy. I, I mean, small boy. I think secondary school, Achimota school. And she took the small boy to a big convention. And the pastor took an offering. And then as the service was going on, like now I'm, I'm about to take another offering. <laughs> so the pastor took a second offering. Now as soon as the pastor announced, this, this, this must be about 35 years ago. As soon as the pastor announced the second offering in the service, Daddy Ward Mills turned to the lady. He wasn't going to church. This was his first time of going to church. And he turned to the lady. The lady who brought the were friends. said, ah, must, must he do this? What is this? Is this church? But he said, the lady who was smiling all the time, she arranged her face. It's called the north wind. And turned her face towards him. It's been over 35 years. He said he has never forgotten the face. <laughs> she didn't say anything. She made no remark. Just the face. Some of you, 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 you welcome people with comments about the church with a smile and friendliness. But you must know how to arrange your face. As soon as he saw the lady's face, something told him that what he had said was wrong. The lady didn't say anything. The way she looked at him. I'm sure she did this. And then raise her offering. The arrangement. He knew. So he didn't make any comments again. When the service ended, this was the first time or second time in church. Never, he wasn't going to church, just like me. I wasn't going to church. So the lady says, told him that we should go, we've closed. She came back with a smile. Let's go. He said, no, I won't go. Why? He said, I want to see the pastor. For what? 
This is a man you are criticizing. He said, I want to see him. He sat in the church from 1 12 1 till about evening. The pastor was having his meetings, doing his things, having his meetings. Later in the evening, he went to his car and Daddy Ward Mills went to him. He said, Sir, good, good, after, good evening or good afternoon. He said, I came to your church today for the first time. But I, 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 there is something I must tell you. He said, What must you tell me? He said, When we were taking the second offering, I made a comment about what you were doing that I didn't agree with you. But Sister Ethel made me feel that what I said wasn't good. I didn't know what I was saying was wrong. So I've come to you to apologize to you for what I, have, I said in the church service. The man was shocked. He's a, an old pastor in town. He's very, I saw his very old. Don't mention his name. He said, so is that why you came to see me? Say yes. I want to apologize that I said something in there. You know, I think after church, the people who are going to apologize to me, there must be a queue for my office <laughs> to the, with social distancing to the junction. So, is that, is that why you've come to see? Say yes. What I said was wrong. And I feel that I want to ask you to forgive me. I shouldn't have said what I said. The pastor raised his hand and said, he asked him what, what he said, I'm in Achimota. What class? Primary four, primary whatever. He raised his hand and said, the Lord will use you. And he entered his car. It's today. The Lord is using him. The Lord, may the Lord use you. Today, I'm saying to you that don't bother to go to town. Don't look for sexy dancers. Don't look for weed smokers. The pageant begins here. Some are wearing collars. Some are wearing black ties. Some have got crosses. Some are ordinary members. Some have been here for a long time. It says that there's a day of the circumcision. They profess that they know. But when you look at their life, this person is not normal. May the Lord use you, pastors. The Lord use you, reverence. The Lord use all of you who are working for God. May nothing stop you from serving God. For when we serve God, we don't serve God. We serve our lives. We serve ourselves. For he that liberates, liberates for himself. May you never be tired. May you never be worn out. May you be strong always. May you constantly have the energy to build for God. May you constantly fight for God. May you constantly fight for a soul. Like, 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 like David fought the bear and fought the lion for a sheep. Receive energy to fight for a lost soul. And I pray, may your children, your children's children, your children's children's children enjoy eternal blessings because of battles you fought for God. Stand to your feet and let's close. I want you to close your eyes and I want everyone to bow your heads. There's a sister who came to church today. There's a brother who is in this church. Every eye closed and every head bowed. Maybe you've spoken against God's anointed. Maybe in your, even your own church, you've talked about your pastor. I don't know. Or you just attended, but you have not met Jesus Christ. His blood has not washed you. If you are to die right now, you don't know where you are going. Today, as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you want to say, Pastor, I came to be a part of this ordination service, but I realize that I'm in danger of eternal damnation. Pastor, please pray for me. 
Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. If you are here and he wants me to pray for you, to give your life to Christ, just lift your hand. Yes, I see your hand. I see your hand. I see your hand. Everywhere. I see. Please lift your hand high. I want to pray for you. I want to lead you in a simple prayer. A simple prayer. Lift your hands now. Lift your Pastor, I, I, I'm not born again. I, I've got money. Everybody says I'm handsome. I'm the most intelligent person in my school. But I'm not born again. Today I want to receive Jesus Christ. Lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Lift your hand high above your head. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And if you are here, you've raised your hand. There's a burning desire in you to know God. In this special service we've had today, I want you, with your hand lifted, I want you to come to the front here. Come. Take your Bible. Take your notebook. Take your phone. And come. Come. Clap your hands for them as they come. Come to Jesus. God bless you, sir. Help them to come. Clapping for them. Keep clapping for them. Come to Jesus. Keep clapping for them. Somebody wants Jesus. Come to Him today. Come to Him today. Clap your hands for them. They are coming. Come. Clap for her. Jesus. Thank you. We are going to go out families and take pictures. But before we do, I want those of you to, who are in front to please lift your hands. If you can lift your two hands. I'm going to pray. And I want you to say this prayer after me. Those who are standing in front here with your two hands lifted up. With your two hands lifted. Say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for my sins. Today. Today. I come to you. I come to you. Because I realize I am a sinner. Because I realize I am a sinner. I don't have you in my life. I don't have you in my life. I'm living an empty life. I'm living an empty life. Today. Today. I turn around. I turn around. And I come to you. And I come to you. Oh God. Oh God. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Oh God. Oh God. Help me. Help me. Today. Today. To know you. To know you. I love you. I love you. But I'm dirty. But I'm dirty. Please wash me. Please wash me. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Let it wash me. Let it wash me. Let it cleanse me. Let it cleanse me. Let me make me new. Let it make me new. I declare. I declare. Today. Today. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm now your child. I'm now your child. I'll be planted in the church. I'll be planted in the church. I will grow in the Lord. I will grow in the Lord. I will serve God. I will serve God. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. I thank you. I thank you. For my salvation. For my salvation. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen.